listener production. Evidence of a softening labour market sends US interest rates lower. And Aussie shares expected to rise on Wednesday ahead of key economic growth data. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Wednesday, the 6th of December. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. Ryan, the Dow's down 0.2. The S&P 500 uh, down by around 0.1%. Technology stocks are a small pocket of improvement up by around 0.1 of a percent it seems as though the markets are wanting to keep their powder dry for the moment yes so the markets have lost some steam after those solid gains that we saw last week and we did see some updated jobs numbers and that led to a rally in the treasury market or bond market so they're getting a few headlines today the jolt survey job openings and labour turnover series, two and a half year lows, but they're in the neighbourhood, aren't they? Well, it's the lowest number in two and a half years. What we did see with this report was a decline of 617,000 jobs or 6.6% in the month of October. And it was the biggest decline occurred in education and health services down 238,000 job openings, followed by financial activities down 217,000 and leisure hospitality down 136,000 with retail down 102,000. So that's important because it's broad-based declines in job openings or job vacancies. So, And particularly in the services side of things, which has been quite strong. And the US Federal Reserve looks at this survey closely for signs of labour slack. So that's why markets have got quite excited about it, particularly the bond market today. And the 10-year Treasury yield is now at a three-month low at 4.17%, down 11 basis points. The only thing that doesn't jibe with the uh, Labor survey is the fact that within the anecdotes of the ISM survey, they spoke about uh, Labor still being a bit of a sticking point. So it's not necessarily converging that, that survey with what we're seeing elsewhere, I suppose. No, but what we did see in a survey was the metric of prices paid easing to a four-month low. So and costs you, are still rising, but at a slower pace. the backlog measure was uh, improving as well. Yes. That's, so that's, uh, that's important. So uh, the sectors that tended to do well last night, uh, technology doing well. So we had Apple shares up 2%, Microsoft up by about three quarters of a percent at the time of recording. Uh, IBM, uh, a move higher by a half of 1%. Consumer facing stocks also did a little better. We had Walmart shares up 0.7%, Nike up by a half of 1%. But gee, the uh, materials side of things is copping it in the neck at the moment, Ryan. It certainly is, and that's really on the back of what happened with China overnight. We saw a downgrade from Moody's, and it cut its outlook on China's government credit rating to negative from stable. It's the latest sign of mounting global concern over the impact of surging local government debt and a deepening property crisis in the world's second largest economy, Tom. Uh, just to put that into context in terms of some of the share price moves, we've seen Chevron shares fall by about a percent, Albemarle shares. So the Arnos Horribilis uh, for lithium stocks continues with uh, lithium names lower, Albemarle down by about 6% last night. On top of that, we did see the likes of Alibaba, Baidu and JD.com. They dropped by up to 1.9% on the back of that news. Also, in terms of what happened overnight, of course, the fallen Treasury yields supported those tech shares and the NASDAQ was the only index up. NVIDIA and Amazon rose between 1% and 2.2%. 
Tesla jumped 4% after four straight days of losses. And as you mentioned, Tom, Apple gained 2% after Sensor Tower data showed App Store revenue jumped 11% quarter to quarter in the fiscal first quarter of 2024. But there were some mixed outcomes on the consumer front. For example, Procter & Gamble was the biggest weight on the Dow Jones. It slid 3% after the household products company said it will record restructuring and impairment charges totaling up to 2.5 billion US dollars to address challenging macroeconomic and fiscal conditions. And we also saw bank shares under some pressure too. The KBW Bank Index is down 1%, with KeyCorp shedding 5% after the Cleveland-based lender said it sees fourth quarter non-interest income down 5 to 8% compared to the third quarter. So net interest income or, or the NIM, all those That's margins, the, margin, yep. the margin side of things are under pressure at the moment, and that was reflected in that result. The more encouraging corporate news came in the form of an update from AT&T, whose shares are up by around 3.5%. And they said that they will be spending uh, around $14 billion, Ryan, over the course of the next five years. So what they're doing is tweaking their technology um, that relates to their wireless infrastructure. And uh, that has made a difference for Ericsson, uh, the shares are up by about 5% this session. Nokia shares are down by around 5%, uh, and they're down by about 30% in year-to-date terms. Yes, and what we saw in Europe overnight was some mixed outcomes there. Germany's DAX index hit a record high. It was up 0.8%, propelled by gains in Allianz and Daimler Truck, which rose by up to 3.4%. We did see rate-sensitive real estate stocks lead gains up 1.8% after European Central Bank board member Isabel Schnabel said further interest rate hikes are rather unlikely. Interestingly enough, the futures are pointing to a solid improvement for the local share market when we kick off, up by around 0.4 of a percent or about 30 points. Uh, It's a big day with uh, third quarter GDP numbers set to be released. This has got the potential to influence the outlook as far as interest rates are concerned, Ryan. It does. So we're expecting the economy to expand at a modest pace of 0.5% GDP growth in the September quarter. That would take the annual growth rate down to around 1.8-1.9%, the slowest since 2020. We're expecting to see small positive contributions from household consumption, new machinery and equipment investment and private dwelling investment. Public sector investment also looks set to contribute to growth and a small contribution from inventories as well. Yesterday, we saw a sharp fall in coal and LNG exports push Australia into a balance of payments deficit. So that will weigh on economic growth. And indeed, perhaps there's already some anticipation when it comes to the Aussie dollar, which only days ago seemed to be threatening that 67 US cent market, Ryan. But now it's at 65 and a half US cents. Yesterday's hero. Well, we did see US dollar strength overnight. And we did see Reserve Bank yesterday, as expected, left interest rates unchanged at 4.35%. But the statement was interpreted strangely as dovish because traders focused on the RBA's acknowledgement that the annual inflation had moderated, but also ignored the central bank's caveat that the annual measure tells them little about the services component. So we think things, or at least investors, got a little bit ahead of themselves, but certainly it's dampened sentiment towards the Aussie dollar. Indeed. So today, uh, elsewhere, we have got not much else on the table, really, Ryan, apart from the national accounts figures. No. So what will be in focus today, apart from the GDP numbers, we've got the Bank of Canada handing its interest rate decision down tonight. But markets will turn their attention to the all 
situation in particular. We've got the US oil NYMEX prices currently down 0.8% to 72.48 US dollars a barrel. And Saudi Arabia lowered its official crude selling prices to Asia for next month. That's a sign of weakness in the crude markets at the moment. And it's quite telling in terms of the broader conditions when it comes to the uh, Asian economy as well, particularly China. So it validates this softness, this soft underbelly that we have seen when it comes to crude oil prices, notwithstanding what the OPEC cartel has been trying to do over the course of recent weeks in terms of putting a floor under these prices. Absolutely, Tom. Well, that finishes our Comset Market Update for Hump Day Wednesday. I hope everyone has a wonderful day. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.